0: This is the Impactful Wisdom Podcast, helpful strategies for a successful dental career. Brought to you by the campus team of Heartland Dental. And now, here are your hosts, Kathy Tellis and Vincent Battles. Here we are again to the Impactful Wisdom Podcast. Kathy, I'm glad to be here with you once again. Checking in with you, checking in with our listeners. And today we've got a great episode where we're going to talk about mentorship. We're going to talk about connecting and networking. And it just reminds me, Kathy, I know we've done an episode before about networking. But in today's episode, it's very telling. Is because Dr. Bale, her name is Akitra Bale, met a guy who's been working with Heartland Dental for many, many years, Dr. Rick Gingwich. And their relationship is unique. And I'm going to ask you, Kathy, how were you introduced to Harlan Dental? Oh, wow. Yes.
1: Well, I was introduced. It's all about networking, right? It's so true. (laughs) Gosh, you definitely know that story. I had been in the higher education space for many years, and I was part of a large layoff with my organization. And really, I just kind of took a little bit of a break because I needed to figure out what I needed to do. And I went to the gym a lot and I started going to a bunch of Zumba classes and started networking with a lot of these women that were in there, which was kind of crazy. And But you and were behind- not
0: officially trying to just talk with them. You're just like, I'm trying to get my Zoom on. Am I right? <laughs>
1: exactly. We're, we're trying to like <laughs> exercise. Right. We're trying to connect and Because when you, well, I had been with my previous organization for almost 12 years. So that's all I had known, going into the office, dressing up, and now I'm no longer doing that. And I'm like, okay, I need to find my next place. And Zumba for me was a release, I have to say. And long story short, met this woman who was in my class who became just a really good connection and friend, honestly. And she also had taken some time off from the workspace to take care of her kids. And we both had been directors for years. And so we could talk in those kinds of level of leadership and taking care of a team and and just business, right? I mean, we had different conversations outside of just Zumba, obviously. I mean, we love Zumba. <laughs> <laughs> but we connected on a different level and lo and behold, I went I met up with her for breakfast one day and she talked to me about how she had joined this one organization and She just thought, "Oh my gosh, I think you would be amazing for this role, and I think you should apply for it." And I'm like, "Well, what? Who? What is Heartland Dental? What is Heartland Dental?" I felt the same way. And then I tried to look online. What is it? It's like,
0: what is it? it? What do they do
1: exactly? And I looked online, and there really isn't any real information about the organization outside of like the practices or about the doctors and all of that. And so, I was a little bit confused of what what it was and. Then she gave me a little bit more insight about who Heartland Dental is, and oh my gosh, it's been four years. Vincent, last month was four years. Actually, your four years is here now today. In May, yes, yes. in May
0: I celebrate. This is the month.
1: This <laughs> we are years. in May. Absolutely. And we have been here for four years. I'm just excited that you and I have been through this journey together for four years.
0: Yeah, thank you. It's thank really you. cool. And this is really important that you share. I'm glad you shared that story because. That's what Dr. Bell talks about. Dr. Bell graduated. She went to pursue a AGD and she went to, she had multiple offers in terms of where she was going to do her residency. And she selected a place in Atlanta, Georgia, and she met a doctor. The doctor that I work with actually in Augusta, Georgia. And she said, oh yeah, he helped me. I'm like, you got to be kidding. Dr. Rick, his name, Rick Gangwich. And I'm like, you're kidding me. So it's just the idea of the power of networking. The power of connection. And also she talks about mentoring and things like that. But also, she talks about SNDA. SNDA is celebrating their 50th anniversary, conference anniversary. So she talks about that. A lot of energy, a lot of good nuggets to walk away with. So I would ask our listeners, lean in because this is a great treat to hear a recent supported doctor share her experience of joining Heartland Dental after her residency. She also talks about serving as a leader of one of the largest student-run organizations. So lean in, check in, and we'll see you on the other side. Hello, listeners of Impactful Wisdom Podcast. Today, we're here once again with a great host, And that is Dr. Akedra Bell. Dr. Akedra Bell joined Heartland Dental in 2021. She's a phenomenal person. I've had a chance to get to know her just a little bit. But I want to introduce Dr. Bell to our listeners. And so you can also get a chance to learn about Dr. Bell and how fabulous she is as well. Welcome, Dr. Bell. How are you today?
2: Good morning. Good morning. I am awesome and so happy to be here. It's truly an honor.
0: Awesome. So, we're going to spend some time talking to you today, but also know that many of the listeners might be members of the SNDA, which is the Student National Dental Association. And many of those roads will be heading to what I would say all roads lead to Florida in June 23rd through 26th. Is that correct?
2: Yes, sir. 23rd through the 25th. Yes, sir.
0: Very good. And so, while we're going to learn something about S and D A and really excited what they're going to be doing and I'm sure you're going to talk about that as well. I want to spend a few minutes to learn about you, Doctor Bell, and your experience before Heartland Dental and since you've been with Heartland Dental. Is that okay?
2: Yes, sir. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Awesome. All right, Doctor Bell, please tell the audience a little bit about yourself. How do you learn about Heartland Dental?
2: All righty. So I am a 2020 grad of East Carolina University. I graduated in the COVID class and then headed to Atlanta, Georgia for residency. I did residency at an AGD at NYU Langone through Grady Hospital. It was a great time there. And then part of my time while in residency, we also spent at the Bemicell Dental Clinic. These are both huge clinics in, in Atlanta, Georgia. They take care of the public at Grady Hospital. We actually took care of HIV positive patients. And at Bemisel Dental Clinic, we actually took care of patients that were below the poverty line. So anyone that was homeless, didn't have funds, didn't have income, all those types of things. And there I actually met Dr. Gangwich, who currently works for Heartland Dental. And so my he became one of my mentors for sure.
0: I'm very familiar with Dr. Gangwich. Actually, I'm going to meet with him in a few days.
2: Awesome. Well, he is one of our faculty members at Bemisel Dental Clinic. He also does time at the Dental College of Georgia. So he is all over the place, but he had nothing but great things to say about Heartland Dental. So he reconnected me, I would say, since I had already been kind of connected when I was part of SNDA, but he reconnected me and um, established that great connection. And a lot of my co-residents are actually working for Heartland as well.
0: I am so surprised. I did not know there was a Dr. Gangawich connection. Yes, sir. Oh my goodness. So it just kind of gave me a little, anyway, I'm excited for that. <laughs> So how did you learn about the residency? Uh, AGD residency? Was, were you matched with others, or was that just your first choice? How did that work that process?:
2: Yes, sir. So when I was looking at AGDs, I'm originally from North Carolina, born, raised, homegrown, all of that. I'm a North Carolina girl through and through. And so being that I wanted to work in North Carolina, I thought it would be cool to go somewhere else for a year. So when I was looking at residencies, I only applied to big cities. So I applied to like Baltimore, D.C., Atlanta, California. I wanted to get out of North Carolina for a little while before I came back.
0: California too. Oh, my <laughs> California goodness.
2: too. The oh, gas this. prices were a little bit too high for me out there on that little restaurant. Then, then, <laughs> then, and now. <laughs> then, and now for sure. Oh, my goodness. So, when I went to the interviews, I really just clicked in Atlanta the most. I liked the vibes there. And then, actually, I ended up being there with one of my previous SNDA e board members. We did not plan that, but we both did get selected to go there. And Atlanta was my top choice. So, um, definitely a great choice that I made and still happy about it to this day.
0: Very good. And so as you talk to Dr. Gang, which I'm sure you talked to other people. And from what I understand, if memory serves with me serves me well, you had multiple offers. Is that correct?
2: I did all thanks to the <laughs> big man above. I did. So what was
0: it about Harlan Dental that helped you? make that decision to accept Harland Dental.
2: Absolutely. What were
0: some of those things you had to consider or evaluate?
2: Absolutely. So my biggest thing, I'm a constant learner. Um, in dental school, after dental school, my biggest thing is always perfecting my craft and getting better because I want to be the best for all of my patients. And so one of the biggest things Heartland offered was CE. CE is very expensive. They can add up. <laughs> it is so expensive. Travel to CE is expensive. So Heartland offered CE. They provide so much internal CE and also provide your opportunity to take CE outside if they have something that you're also interested in. So that was something that really caught my eye and that really just stayed in the back of my brain. And then the support. So the way Heartland works, you know, there's mentors everywhere. And so in the dental (laughs) industry, I know a lot of you listening may know it is very hard to find a good mentor that has time, that is open, that's available that just wants you to be the best. And so Heartland had so many mentors that were willing to help, Dr. Gangwich being one of them. So even outside of residency, he always checks, always calls, just make sure that I'm doing well and I have all the support that I need. So the support is something that is huge as well, because as a first year doc, there's so much to still learn and so much to still do. You'll run into hiccups you've never ran into before. And so that support was something that I was
0: looking for as well. I'm glad you said that. You mentioned Dr. Gangwich, and many times people talk about mentors. Can you describe some of the mentors, that background, their time they meet with you, how often the frequency? Can you talk a little bit more about that mentorship relationship?
2: Absolutely. So one thing I've gotten really interested in is Invisalign. I was trained in dental school, but then didn't do any cases in residency because of COVID and things of that sort. So when I got back to practice and started with Heartland Dental, I wanted to hit the ground rolling. And that is something that Heartland really supports. So I have a mentor that works probably 20 miles down the road. And anytime I text him, he literally gets back to me within five minutes with either a time to call him or a call me now or what's up doc, how's it going? And so he's so, so helpful. Um, another doc, that would be Dr. Gil Carney. He is amazing at ortho.
0: Give a shout out. Give a shout out.
2: Oh, another one is Dr. Campolito. And so he is implant guru, And that's something that I'm super interested in as well. And so he always is there to answer questions. He gets back to me within the same day. Allows me to come to the office and shadow if I need anything. And so there's, I can go on and on for moments, for days about mentors because I've met so many amazing people and I, I meet some more every week. And so last week, I just went down to Charlotte for the overdenture course and met even more mentors, some that have been with Heartland for three years, some for five, and just were, was able to bounce ideas and bounce things off of them as well. So it's, the list is growing.
0: So you've been with Heartland, what, less than a year?
2: Less than a year. So I started in July. And
0: you've been able to do all that even in implant. Really. Yes.
2: yes, sir. So I, I did place implants in residency. Um, okay. We did get a good foundation of that in dental school, but I've okay. definitely been able to learn more about it, take some more courses about it, and hopefully replacing one coming up soon. So I am in a De novo office, which we could talk about a little bit if you want to throw that in there. Yes, please. So um, we can talk about that as well.
0: We can do that right now. Tell yes. me about this De novo business. Yes. So
2: when I was hired for Heartland Dental, they were figuring out the best fit for me to be and where they thought I would be. And they came up with this idea from somewhere that I would be great to open up a DeNovo, which is in Apex, North Carolina. And so the DeNovo did not actually open until December, which right after I got COVID. We're not going to talk about that. But
0: So real quick, <laughs> so for our listeners, people may be thinking, what's a DeNovo?
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. A DeNovo is a brand new startup office. That's Heartland's name for it, but it's a brand new ground up startup office. Heartland picks-
0: New construction.
2: New construction, exactly. And so you are able to kind of brand that as your own building. Heartland lays the foundation. They do the building. They do the groundwork they vet the building, they get all the equipment in there that you need, they order supplies, they literally do all the work for you and you are able to kind of go in there and hit the ground rolling. They do marketing as well. So the De Novos are a hit for sure, but I was able to open one up in Apex, North Carolina, and it opened December 17th to be exact.
0: So, did you select the location? Did you have to pay for this office? Do, you know, do you own it? Can you tell me more about that? Yeah.
2: Yes, so I did not have to pay for anything. Um, I do not own it, but I am a lead doctor in there. So I get to make all the decisions on the inside. I got to hire the staff. I got to have a, a full hand in hiring who I wanted. And I was able to to kind of pick people that kind of hit me up on Instagram, which I thought was really cool. <laughs> Instagram. Uh, I get to market it on Instagram. You know, I, I don't know. Instagram is a thing now. Social media. Oh, I know. Know, but, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. But um, so, you know, I didn't have to do any of the tough work. Heartland did all that tough work there. And then I just get to go in there and do dentistry and make a whole family with the team and things of that sort. So all the hard work is done for me.
0: Awesome. I love that. I really do. So you talked about your AGD experience and we really, really enjoyed that and how much you learned. Walk me through our listeners, particularly, what was that experience of coming to Heartland Dental? And for those people that are considering if they should do an AGD, GPR, or start working, how would you guide them? What would you share with them? What what advice would you provide them?
2: Absolutely. That's a great question. A question that I get all the time. And so personally, I made the decision to pursue an AGD or GPR, ended up going AGD. But I made that decision because I eventually want to go back and teach. I love pouring into students. I love pouring back into their careers and their journeys. And so I knew that if I wanted to eventually teach, I needed to do some type of one-year program. It's kind of an underwritten thing that we've heard about. And this is something that I expressed to my dean and other faculty at my school. And so they definitely, you know, like say, hey, you know, you should do an AGD or a GPR. That'll give you a good basis for being able to come back into the school and, and get that experience and be able to teach. And so that was the reason I was headed in that direction initially. For those that are deciding whether they should do AGD or GPR or go straight into Heartland, I can't say whether you should do one or the other. I did do AGD and I did learn a lot. I also had a great time. But Heartland does provide a ton of CE, a ton of hands-on courses, a ton of courses that can guide you um, and that can provide you with those resources that you need in order to be successful as well. So I definitely um, promote AGDs because I think it's a good time to get faster. But know that if you come into a Heartland office, there's something called the RISE program. In that program, you are connected with the mentor, you're set up in an office, and you're basically allowed to do dentistry with the mentor at your side while still making a really, really good salary while able to do outgoing courses and to do continuing education. And so it's a great way to get from dental school, get that speed up and then go right into, um, you know, into practice without having to do an AGD. So you definitely have those resources because we know student loans are a real thing. And everyone doesn't have that extra year to commit with only making forty or fifty or $60,000 because loans are high. Thankfully, right now they are on hold, but loans are a lot. And so you, some of us have families. Some of us have been in school for years and so you don't have that extra year or you're all schooled out and that's okay. Heartland definitely has a place for you where you can come into the RISE program, where you can learn a ton of things, um, where you're not worried about production like you would be in private practice because you're on a set salary. And you oh, another thing I left off. We do have a ton we have PTO. Um, you don't really get that in private practice as well. And as for me, who who I love to travel, I love to go and do things. We have PTO and we also have more than likely a four-day work week. I had to throw those in there. Those are huge
0: things <laughs> that also
2: I cannot say that I did not think about that because those were also huge factors. So
0: this PTO I, is called pay time off. Is pay that pay time
2: off, yes, sir, and you do not get that a lot of a private practice. They say you have it, but you get it without pay. So it's just like time off. They miss the P at a lot of private practices and, and it's okay, but you are able, back to the original question. No,
0: this um, is good. <laughs> this is fine. I'm not stopping you. You're on the yes, road. Keep yes, going.
2: So if you are, you know, if you're looking in the AGD GPR or you're trying to go straight into practice, know that, you know, Heartland has a place for you while you're building up speed, while you're learning those things that you might not have learned. Even if you're in the COVID class, you'll have that time and that barrier to be able to build up your speed, get that more practice, learn a lot of things, see a lot of things as well without having to be worried about, oh, I have to make this money to be able to take a paycheck home, which I think is huge.
0: Wow. It's like drop the mic on that. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that is amazing. That's a huge infomercial. You did good on that one. (laughs) Wow. I'm speechless. So let's Switch gears and and take that energy, that enthusiasm to really talk about SNDA. SNDA, you were the president in 2019, is that correct?
2: 2019 to 2020, yes, sir.
0: Yeah, I want to learn more about that because basically you were already, you had graduated from school, is that correct?
2: So the year that I was president was 2019 to 2020. Um, And so that year I was still in school, but I was immediate past president the year after school. So during residency, I was still actually on the board, um, more of an advisory role and kind of just giving feedback and help. But I was still on the board that year as well.
0: Okay. So how has life been since your term ended? What has that been like for you? Life, I guess, life after SEDA, if that's such a thing?
2: Yeah, so I am all hands on deck. I was all hands on deck when I was president. I wanted the organization to just move and grow as much as it could. The goal of the organization is to help minorities get through the struggle of dental school, get get into, get out of, and then be, be successful after. That's something that's near and true and dear to my heart. So I was all hands on while president. While I was immediate past president, I helped as much as I could because we were in new territory. Um, My year was the first year we ever did a virtual conference. We got through it by the grace of the good Lord above. That was really tough. We have planned an amazing conference in New Orleans and that got canceled. And so we transitioned super quickly into the virtual world, which we didn't know anything about. And so the next year I definitely did help out as much as I could so we could make that virtual platform even better the next year. Um, And this year I'm so excited for them to be back in person. And so I've helped a little bit this year. Here and there, just a little bit, bit, (laughs) only because it's their first it's kind of the board's first time planning anything in person. A lot Uh, of them, some of them have never been to a conference to be able to plan it. And then some of them, they've never been to it as a student either. And so I wanted to give that insight, that feedback on how they could be successful on what they could do. To make it as successful as possible, being there the first time back in person and celebrating 50 years and doing a solo conference. They're go. doing it up this year. I'm so <laughs> proud. Um, but they're doing a lot of things for the first time or bringing things back. And so I want it to be as much of a help as possible. So definitely not on calls all the time and not as much as I used to be, but definitely still being as involved as possible.
0: I uh, like the fact you say that they are doing it up this year. I will also put a plug for Heartland Dental because we've stepped stepped up our status with yes SND
2: we love to hear it
0: <laughs> elite sponsor status so yes we
2: we love to hear that
0: <laughs> so that's a good thing so what in terms of being part of SND your leadership you had your in administration what was your proudest moment while being SND A chair
2: Mm, So I was actually, Chair, give a little more background. I was actually on the e-board from 2017 to 2020. Um, So (laughs) I I came in first as Corporate Roundtable. And so that's why I had, that's why, you know, we connected so much even when I was president because I was Corporate Roundtable initially. So I came on in that position to try to help us get sponsorships. That year was like a turnaround year for us. We were trying to get a lot more sponsorships, broaden out as much because the more sponsorships we have, the more we can do for our students and for the organization. And so that year we took a leap and we're like, you know, we're going to go out here. We're going to get new companies, going to do new things. And so after Corporate Roundtable, then I became president-elect and then president. So one of my biggest things was being elected as president-elect. Like to me, that was huge. The second, I had a couple proud moments for sure because there were so many things that I wanted to do, um, and that I was able to be successful at. So, the second one, I believe, was helping to plan that DC conference. Um, we were oh, in Washington, was DC, awesome. Yeah. I remember that,
0: yes, that's when we really came on board. Yes, yes,
2: yes. So, we were in Washington, DC, um, the year's president elect. And so other thing about SNDA, the president for that year does leads and does all the groundwork. But as president elect, you basically run the ground, run the conference on the ground. So when we got to Washington, D.C., that was kind of a little bit on my shoulders because our president had transitioned into work already. Um, The time that the conference used to fall, residencies and jobs had already started. So president elect had to kind of run the show on the ground. And I think we did, did the thing in D.C., so that was another proud
0: moment. Oh, yes. People are still talking about it.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think we did the thing in D.C. People loved it. Everyone had a great time. We had a lot of attendance, just a lot of success. So D.C. was an amazing accomplishment as well to be able to pull that off. And then I think as a president, being able to switch to a virtual conference, still have a great turnout. Still, make that free for the students because it it was still a lot of cost to put that on a virtual platform. But we reached so many students on the virtual platform and doing that so quickly, um, for sure. And then we also launched one of my favorites. It's called HBCU Connect. So I am a HBCU graduate, proud through and through. I went to Elizabeth City State University, and one thing that I found while there is we don't have all the resources that we need. We don't, some HBCUs don't have a pre professional program. They don't have like a, a pre-dental this. A lot of them don't.
0: Health advisor. Yeah. Yes,
2: sir. We don't have, we we had one and then she left. So they don't have one now. And so a lot of them, there's budget cuts and that's all throughout the state of North Carolina, all throughout the country. There's budget okay. cuts and things. And mm-hmm. some of those health advisors are the ones that kind of get cut first. And so I saw the need and a lot of my other HBCU fellow HBCU grads that went to dental school with me, they expressed the same thing. Like, you know, we don't have all those resources we don't really you know have the the money also to take the DAT and so my passion was to do something for those HBCU students make sure they're connected make sure they're supported and so we started and launched HBCU Connect which the eboard this year has taken that thing to new heights i'm so proud of them but we were able to launch that and basically provide a inner community for all of our HBCU SNDA students to be supported and to be able to succeed as well
0: this is amazing wow so wow just You're awesome. (laughs) I told you you're awesome. So hopefully the listeners will see and sense that as well. So you mentioned corporations. You talked about Corporate Roundtable. Some ways you believe corporations or industry can support S&D as it continues to spread across the country.
2: Absolutely. That's an awesome question. And so the biggest thing is presence, just being there and allowing your company to tell us about that information. My biggest thing is you can't do or you can't see what you don't know. So a lot of times I did, I, even as an SNDA member, because I was always on the run, 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 run I didn't have the chance to sit through many Heartland dental sessions. And so that was information I didn't have access to. Um, going into my AGD, I didn't really get to know who Heartland was and what they had to offer until I actually met Dr. Gainwich and talked to the recruiter because I was so on the go during the conference. And so you never know about these opportunities and what these things can provide if you don't see them. So the biggest thing is being that support and allowing us to get that pertinent information. The second thing is just helping us to grow. And so the the funds that you all send and the the thing that you support, we're able to connect with more students. We're able to give more impactful sessions. We're able to provide them with information and and hands-on things that we were never able to do before. And so the goal is to make this conference the biggest one there is. The goal is to continue to bring more students to continue to help them to grow and just to excel. And so the more that you all help to do, the more information we have, um, the more access to things that we have, the better that we're going to be able to help support those students.
0: Wow, I'm just early in this morning. I'm just, (laughs) this is a good rise and shine session. Thank you very much. I've got one other question. What advice would you give or do you have for any of the listeners planning to attend SNDA annual convention? Many of whom, and you mentioned this earlier, this will be their first time in presence. So what advice do you have for the first time goers to the in-person annual conference?
2: The biggest advice, if you are listening and have not registered, go register now, okay? Second thing, if you're thinking about registering and have not registered, go register now. It's going to be a celebration for sure. You know, this year they are celebrating so many things. But the most important thing is we are celebrating 50 years of perseverance. Uh, we're celebrating 50 years of supporting our minority students. We're celebrating 50 years of growth, of accomplishment, of minority excellence. We are celebrating so many things this year. So it's going to be a show. Sponsors, like you just mentioned, are showing up in different ways. They're coming with more sponsorship. And so that's going to provide more things that you all are going to have access to. More information, more sessions more interactions and things of that sort as well. And so the biggest thing is to come, be a sponge, be ready to meet people, be ready to make friends that are gonna eventually turn into family. Come and be prepared to have a great time. Every SNDA conference I met, I don't know, 30, 50 new people. And these are the people that you can connect with when you go to apply for AGD or go to apply for GPR or tap on us when you're trying to interview at Heartland and don't know what the interview may look like or don't know what to do when you're trying to apply for oral surgery and things of that sort. But you get to meet so many people. You get to make so many connections. So do your best to come. When you come, be ready to have a great time because it's going to be a celebration.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I remember uh, you talked about D.C. and the rites of passage. Oh, my goodness. You oh my know, goodness.
2: I never had a right of Passage. I'm still sad because oh New my Orleans rights of Passage is going to be going for the books. I never had a right of Passage. So I will also be in Florida, you guys. rights of Passage is coming up and I'm going to get my walk, okay? Because I waited three whole years to get my rights of Passage and it that, got canceled.
0: That walk is amazing. And I'm <laughs> like, oh my goodness. And I've got several team members and one of the team members, is his name is Mike Hagan. And Mike's like, okay, we're going this year. I'm like, Yes, Mike, we're going to be there. And Mike has already said, I will be there. So-
2: important. I left out an important piece. Thank you for reminding me. Get your gowns, get your tuxes. You- we come dressed to oh, the yes. nines, okay? That's get right. your hair appointments planned, whatever. This is your time to step out. My- one of my friends was watching my story before, kind of like TikTok and Instagram reels got famous. You know, all you had was your story or your boomerangs on Instagram. And so every year I would go, I would just have my videos from parts and pieces I will tell you, Rites of Passage, the gala is like the BET Awards of Dentistry. It is a show from start to finish. It's all that. I mean, you do not want to miss it. Like I said, even if I can't go the entire week because of work, I will be there for my walk and to see everybody else's walk. Because Rites of Passage, we're two years with not having one right now. So we're coming back. It's going to be bigger than ever. 2020, 2020, 2021, everybody's getting your shine. So make sure you are signed up because it's going to be a show. There's no better way to celebrate 50 years of excellence than doing this solo conference, than coming back during your walk and seeing how people have just grown and things. I can't wait. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, you got me pumped too. So thank you. Thank you for this uh, time stopping by to speak with us, the Impactful Wisdom Podcast. This has been a great and very much, I will say, memorable Episode. So, thank you for your time. Thank, thank you. you so much. Like very I said,
2: it is, it is so. It's such a pleasure. Thank you.
0: That was amazing. Dr. Bell brought the energy. I'm just floored about on the level of energy that she uh, shared with excitement about her joining Heartland Dental. Her excitement about SNDA. Her excitement about Rites of passage which is one of the elements that's at conference uh, SNDA conference which is going to be held in Orlando Florida June 23rd through June 25th so this is just amazing i mean and her connection about mentoring networking with Dr. Gangwich that was one of the, not saying the best cuz all of them are good but that's one of the I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Well, episode. she
1: had a lot of energy. She, Boy, that's she what it had was. a lot. That's what it is. It it gets you like motivated and yes, excited. That's what about, it was. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. And
0: she just came full fledged like like but anyway. Good <laughs> stuff. Good stuff. And then the good stuff. So go ahead. Mentorship
1: is super important, that's for sure. It and is. It's just the networking part is awesome as well.
0: Power in networking, the power of mentoring, and also just the power of connecting. and using all opportunities to connect. And I think that's another element that's important. Being open, being positive, being mentally flexible. We call it OPF at Harlan Dillon.
1: Well, that was a great episode. Thank you so much, Dr. Bell. Thanks, Vincent, for doing that
0: episode. And now it's time to select the winner of the free lunch from one of our schools around the country.
1: Our avid listener. We're so excited about it. All right, let me go ahead and pull out that list, Vincent. There All you
0: right.
1: go. Go ahead and pick a number. And,
0: and the number is, I am thinking of the number 197.
1: 197. 197. Okay, yes. hold on one moment. 197 is, oh, I hope I, I say your name correctly. It's Tanweer. Syed from A.T. Stills. Oh,
0: no way. That's your school, really?
1: Actually, no. This is A.T. It (laughs) says A.T.S.U. But in the email address. But let me see what school... Oh yeah, it's from Missouri. It's from Mosto, so at still in Missouri. So
0: very good, congratulations!
1: Excellent. That is Tanweer Syed.
0: Tanweer graduates when? What year? What class? In
1: twenty twenty three from Mosto, so from Missouri School of Dentistry and Oral Health at A.T. Still University. Mosdow.
0: So the senior class, the senior class should say congratulations to Tanweer.
1: Tanweer Syed. Yay. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Look forward to receiving the details for your free lunch for your class. Congratulations.
1: Excellent. Keep on telling everybody about the podcast because every single person that signs up and your name might be picked in the upcoming month.
0: Not only that, you have a free lunch without us presenting to your class. How good is that?
1: (laughs) It's so nice. It's so nice. Congratulations, Tonware.
0: We'll see you next month with a fresh new episode of the Impactful Wisdom Podcast. Take care, be well, and to next time.
1: See you guys later.
0: You can listen to new episodes of the Impactful Wisdom Podcast when you subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform dental students, do you want to be the hero of your dental class? Well, you can register to win a free lunch for your entire class sponsored by us, the Impactful Wisdom Podcast and Heartland Dental. Then listen to Impactful Wisdom to see if you've won. Winners are going to be selected and announced every month. Good luck.